So, what's poppin' peons? Welcome back to the channel. It is your girl, Sunshine, a.k.a. Just Drea. And thank you for tuning in into Drea's, into Drea's Diary. I want to say thank you to those who are subscribed to the YouTube channel, the podcast. And if you're wondering if I'm on TikTok, um, I still have my TikTok up, but I will be not using it for a while. Your girl has to take a mental break from TikTok because woo chalet. Um, <laughs> so today I want to talk about needing a break from TikTok and um, 27 things that I've learned in this whole entire lifetime because your girl has recently turned 27 and... Uh, Let's just let's just get on the whole TikTok thing. So y'all know how we y'all if y'all knew if y'all knew here, I basically get baked, talk my shit, and just enjoy myself. I kind of like this whole setup because it allows me to like really truly enjoy myself, and I'm allowed to say the things that I technically can't say on YouTube on my podcast. So let's go get into it. Um, first and foremost, if I'm being completely and utterly honest, I had to take a break from TikTok. Um, all my content or majority of my content is constantly getting content violated. Um, a lot of my shit is getting shadow banned. Um, they keep on pushing me to the other side of TikTok. It's just a lot of stuff. Like, I block accounts, they get unblocked, the people who I follow. And I was just like, quite frankly, I'm spending way too much time on TikTok. And on top of that, it's taking up a lot of space on my phone. I think TikTok took about like 70 gigs of shit and that's with them like keeping the updates and stuff like that and I'm like I'm doing all this shit and I don't even have no space in my fucking phone for TikTok let alone I don't have no space in my phone let alone for TikTok but to constantly be trying to make content and then it's like glitching in between and between getting content violated and for saying things and alpha males and people, it's just TikTok has become way too much. So right now I'm gonna take a break. I have a date that's gonna say whether I decide to keep my TikTok or not. But a lot of my content ideas come from TikTok and I was like, I really don't like that shit because on TikTok all TikTok used to be fun, a little dancey dancey, a little this, this that and the third. But then people, then people started talking about their problems and they started mixing it with the little dancey, dancey shit. And to me, it's kind of exhausting because why are you like, and then like people putting their personal business out there and then asking for advice. And then when people give them advice, they're like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to hear that shit. And I was like, I just wanted to stay toxic. And I was just like, uh, TikTok is not fun anymore. It's taking up a lot of time. It takes up a lot of energy. Um, I'm finding myself looking at stuff like my creativity has become short little spans of three minute videos and and it's just it's just getting awful. So I'm taking a break from TikTok on that front. I'm glad I finally got that shit out. Now to the good shit. Um, the 27 things that I learned in this lifetime so far, I'm going to try to keep count of them and go from there. Um, y'all know how I do, I get baked. So with that being said, we're going to take a pull together and then we're going to get into 
the aspects of things that I learned throughout this whole entire lifetime at the age of 27 as a bisexual black woman who does not believe in Christianity but has turned to spirituality. So what's poppin' peons? Now that we know why I took that break off of TikTok, I kind of want to get into the fun part. Well, not the fun part, but the part that I really was excited about. Um, And it is the 27 reasons of or 27 lessons that I've learned in my life. This is something I kind of do on my birthday for a very long time. Um, I kind of started doing this and I want to say on my 23rd birthday because I used to struggle with suicidal ideation and I remember one day I was just like I really don't want to die at 25 and I have to start practicing gratitude and all this other stuff y'all I used to be so severely depressed people used to this is this is I think I think this is why my take when it comes down to bullies and bullies is like I don't like them because being bullied by family and then the world going out there and then not having anybody to turn to or not being able to trust people for a very long time and then when you did they being assaulted and if you weren't assaulted then people if you weren't dating that person and people were constantly trying you because because when you did go it was just a lot of stuff like your girl was a depressed ass fuck but as i've grown like older and gotten wiser I've gotten to the point where now I no longer put myself in those positions and with me not putting myself in those positions it is almost like grade A because now I can actually look at my life looking back at it and look at everything that I've gone through whether it was extremely bad or extremely well and take it as a lesson so we're going to do 27 lessons that I learned in this lifetime as a bisexual black woman who believe who who deconstructed from Christianity and has gone into spirituality and has learned a lot of things in life. So I hope you guys are following along. And just so you know, I will not be bashing your religious beliefs. So please don't think that I'm doing it. I'm just I'm just telling y'all my point of view because a lot of people are like, oh just just a little background information because i know how some of y'all get oh well everybody's christian everybody's not christian um so let's get into it so the first thing that i want to say is that self-love is the best love i think that is the most important thing that you could ever realize about yourself that self-love will always be the best love like no matter if mother father sister brother cousin best friend a boyfriend love of your life partner in crime do you ever decide to leave you if you have self-love you will always be okay like i used to wonder why my grandma used to have my great grandma before she passed away could just sit in rooms all day and be good 
I was like, Grandma, you don't want to, like, talk to the family? She was like, no, nah, I'm good, baby. And she would always, like, I remember my grandma was the type of woman who, who could sit all day by herself and be just satisfied and peachy. And even though she loved me and she would, like, try to spend time with me and do all the other good stuff, all that good, good she shit, she still did... You know, she still was, like, by herself and alone majority of the time. And I used to think, like, what is the, like, what is something that's genuinely wrong with my grandma and nobody's really doing this? And as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized why my grandma has found peace with being by herself because I've had to be by myself for a long time growing up, like, mentally, emotionally by myself. So after I got to a certain point, I realized that because it was because it was one point where I wasn't in contact with my immediate family for like some years and that shit hurt so like I'm not gonna hold y'all I remember I used to hear about like the events that would be going on I was like well nobody told me well nobody told me this and nobody told me that and it would be like a big thing so I had to learn that self-love was the best love because if not I would have been like extremely awful and put in a position that I didn't want to be in because I wasn't prepared or mentally there for me to accept certain things so self-love will always be the best love and it's best if you practice self-love sooner rather than later and it's never too late to start practicing self-love either and self-love can start off with you just by saying today I'm not gonna argue with nobody Or today I'm going to let them have it. Or today I'm going to sit here and put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Like whatever self-love and self-care looks like to you. Like whether it's you pigging out or like you treating yourself to some good shit. Like it's not always journaling and doing some other shit. And majority of the time it may be you journaling or you doing something that you haven't done. Or you haven't given yourself permission to indulge in in a good little minute. Um, the next thing, the second thing, the second lesson that I learned is to be patient. And when life calls, sometimes you're gonna have to be patient because sometimes things are not going to just happen overnight. And the things that happen overnight may not be the things that last for a long time. And you gonna have to put in some motherfucking work and putting in work, you have to be patient. You're not going to blow up overnight. And even if you do, like, you still have to put work in. And because, oh, which brings me to my third thing, there will be highs and lows in life. Like, no matter how far you get into life, like, one moment you may be up, the next moment you may be down. And the process of how you deal with being up and down is equally as important as how you deal with not having things that you may desire or want. Um, three, number four, sometimes you have to be humble. Sometimes you have to be humble. And, and I know it's going to contradict because number five is sometimes be a motherfucking beef, but sometimes you have to be humble so you can see what people's intentions are with you. A lot of people won't say shit to you. If you, I'm telling you right now, I've lost at a lot of situations in life by not being humble when I was supposed to be humble. And what I mean by that is, like, being, like, new to certain places, I know that I'm that girl. So, I will walk in the place, and I will put, you know, I, I'm going to put that shit on. So, I'm coming in, like, I like I know I'm hot shit, right? Not being humble, not paying attention, not peeping out shit. 
they I was working twice as hard as motherfuckers with food for with the same pay. We was but I was getting paid what twenty one like everybody else. And they have me working twice as hard and when I actually asked for the position I was told no. Yeah, so being humble would have shown me like instead of just stepping up and taking a like if I would have just been patient and humble and sat back and seen how everything would have worked out, I would have known that I could have did a fourth of the work and would have got the promotion. Cause if I showed that I was a better worker, I really wasn't going to get for it. But if I could show that I was an all right worker with great, you know, time management skills and could get that shit done, ooh, better. Um, which brings me to the fifth thing. Be a motherfucking beast. Every now and again, motherfuckers going to tell you to be humble, learn how to watch yourself and do all that other shit. I'm going to tell y'all right now. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Fuck all that extra and being humble shit, bro. Like... Sometimes you got to go out there and be beast mode. If it's your shit, stand 10 toes down on that shit and work that motherfucker. And I mean that shit like motherfuckers be humble at the wrong time. Like when you want somebody else clock, bitch, be humble. Learn how the system work and learn how to and learn how to go play a game. That's number six for you. I'm so when I go to seven, I want nobody acting surprised. But sometimes just be humble in that motherfucker. But when it's your shit, bitch, put your motherfucking foot on that shit and be and go beast mode every fucking time. Where the beast mode looks like level one, and I'm telling you, your level one could look totally different from my level one. Motherfuckers be like, oh man, this a level one work day for me now when I'm working on my shit looks like at least a minimum of three or four hours of putting in content, editing going over shit replaying stuff doing this this is a level one work day for me when i first started doing my work a level one work day would be okay i got a video out now i'm gonna learn how to edit and i'm gonna see if this video see if i want to edit this video to see if i want to take my time and go do this to go see how everything's planning out to go see how everything's playing out like i'm telling you that used to be a level one work day for me and that was what two hours and one video and be like oh man i really genuinely did that so level one looks totally different for me bitch so but but whatever it is that you're going to do whether your level one looks different from how it did a month ago, two months ago, yesterday, the day before, whatever level that you're at, when it comes down to your shit, give a hundred percent and do beast mode at that shit. Go, go the extra mile. Like, don't always give your energy to somebody else. And then when it comes down to your shit, you want to be, oh no, it's just my shit. Yeah, yeah, y'all be quick to show these celebrities post and what they got going on, but you ain't posting what you got going on. You oh yeah, this is that and the third. Bitch, you know, bitch, you bitch, you know you look good the other day. Why you ain't post a picture of yourself? Why you ain't saying you look so fine? Why you ain't going so hard? You you going hard for Cardi and because one thing TikTok did show me is that people will vouch for people who they don't even fucking know for real in real life and go 10 times harder for their shit. I was following this one girl. She got this girl. She pregnant. And during her pregnancy, she got, um, because she was working with, um, like other pregnant women and shit like that. She had developed this whole little, um prenatal vitamin shit she won bragging about her shit posting her shit but but she's talking about some oh i stand with this person and oh i stand with that person oh we not gonna we not gonna come for this person we not gonna come for that person we not gonna do this and i was like girl why you ain't 
you know, going hard. She over there sitting there talking about a baby daddy and everything else. I'm like, girl, fuck that nigga. Girl, you made a prenatal vitamin for pregnant women that they can use and it's safe and fucking what you call it. And her sales and her sales in her town are doing great because people are actually standing her and she's like, I didn't think people would stand me. This way would promote my business, girl. If you don't get if you don't get your ass up. Number seven. Um number seven, because I already did number six and I kinda went into number six when I was just talking. But number seven make time for yourself if you don't do anything else make time for yourself whether it's 10 minutes five minutes 30 seconds in a motherfucking day make time for yourself and learn how to use time to your advantage i think i think people whether you believe time is real or not constantly get up in this whole clusterfuck of oh man well i didn't well i've been really wasting time i haven't really invested in shit like this i literally if i have spare time or i don't have to fucking work or i'm going to take a me day i literally catch myself and i get on my and i and i'm part of myself especially when it's a me day and i'm thinking about working like bitch what? a me day and i'm thinking about working fuck no because guess because because guess what she's still gonna have to get done regardless she's still gonna have to work out for herself regardless things have to do what they have to do regardless and i cannot sit there and be questioning myself like oh my god i did it make time for yourself give yourself 30 minutes 15 minutes five minutes to yourself where you just do something that you genuinely like even 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 if it is like i e i pay for hulu every month it's just one service i'm never gonna get rid of if hulu stops showing wwe and smackdown hulu will be motherfucking canceled and nine out of ten probably not because my favorite go-to show is american dad and it's certain streaming services that i keep i make sure i got enough money in my account every month but y'all don't give a fuck what's going on i make sure i have enough money in my account for that motherfucker to be showing and playing so that i can go sit there and actually enjoy myself and be like oh my gosh this is nice because i'm telling you the shows i'm very picky the shit i like is very fucking limited and if i and if i stumble across some shit it's giving very much least so yeah we finna be here all day you know what i'm saying and if I take a me day, bitch, that's exactly what the fuck I'm doing. The other day on my me day, I literally sat there and I was watching Killjoy. I think I watched Killjoy for like hours and hours and hours and hours on it. And I started and I watched like a bunch of movies that were similar to Killjoy. And Killjoy is a crap fest movie. It is an abortion of a movie. And in like it is the worst horror movie that you could possibly ever find. It's not even that fucking scary. Like they're like, oh, it's scary. It's more comedy. It's more comedy than horror. But it's my little shit that I fucking like, and it's on Tubi for the fucking free. And I make time for myself. Like after the like after today of recording, I'm literally gonna go and I'm gonna go do other shit. Literally, okay. Like, I'm literally going to get up. <laughs> like, I'm literally going to get up, take a break, see what I need to get done. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to make some time for myself because it's equally as important. Number eight. um, Give yourself little things. Reward yourself every now and again. 
if you know you like chocolate chip cookies, I ain't saying eat them every fucking day, but get up and, you know, go every once in a while. Show up for yourself. Be kind. Be a nice human being. Love yourself. Um, That's the number eight, number nine. Be a kind human being. It costs $3.99 to be nice. Is as cranky and as mean as people assume that I am, I can be just as mean if not if I can be just as nice. Like people are like some people some people who know me are like, Oh, I'm mean and I'm an asshole. That's fine. But to most people they know me like as being kind. That's why that's what some people tell me their secrets. Uh sometimes I like to pretend like I don't know why people tell me their secrets, but I understand why people tell me their secrets because um just that girl um i don't even want to i don't even want to toot my own horn like that i know people tell me they think people tell me they think because they actually trust me and they know that they're safe and i'm a kind fucking human being <laughs> like literally i'm like the softest nicest person you'll ever meet in your whole entire life number 10 get you a guilty pleasure and it's okay as long as your guilty pleasure ain't gonna get you in jail or is violent get you a guilty pleasure like and for some people some people their guilty pleasure is reality tv and not gonna hold you it used to be my guilty pleasure too so i kind of got tired of seeing bitches fight on tv but my guilty pleasure now is something totally fucking different, okay? At once upon a time, bitch, my guilty pleasure would have been that um, sitting there watching Love and Hip Hop and pretending like nothing's wrong with grown-ass, old-ass people fighting on TV about the stupidest shit ever at that. Uh, what else? number 11 take vacations take vacations and your vacations don't have to be out of state they don't have to be sometimes a vacation could simply be you saving up 200, 300, 400 dollars right going to another city in your town with $400, $500, take the weekend off, and that could be a vacation. <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy, but taking vacations is equally, if not mostly, important because it allows you a break from the world. Because sometimes that's what the fuck you need. Like, people often make it seem like, oh, I'm so strong, I don't need a break, I, I don't get tired. Bitch, I get tired, okay? Sometimes, sometimes I hate hearing myself talk because I have to record so much and with having to hear myself on the playback and certain things and then if it doesn't sound right going over it and re-recording figuring out what stays figuring out what goes figuring out what I'm going to choose figuring out what I'm not going to choose maybe waking up on time to actually do some shit maybe not waking up sometimes like you're going to need a break take a fucking vacation and plan it out thoroughly so you know exactly what it is that you want to do when I usually plan my vacations, I usually have a budget, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to eat, 
And if I'm in town, I usually try not to spend that much unless I'm going to try a new restaurant out or a new place. And then I'll go there and I'll have even a budget for that place. And I already know how much money I'm going to spend. I always give myself extra. I should have added that on my clock. I always give myself extra. But plan you on a motherfucking vacation. I'm telling you right now. If you give up your vices, and I put emphasis, if you give up your vices for about, I want to say, because how long did I give up my vices? I didn't even give up my vices. I just fucking budgeted different. And after I budgeted different and stuff like that, it kind of, it was nice. Not even going to hold you. It literally took me a month and a half to save $700 for a vacation. I only spent $200, which gave me, well, not even two, but like a little bit close to three. And I had like $400 left. So it was like, so it's like, oh man. So I kind of splurged out a little bit on some other shit. But yeah, it was easy. Um, number 12, what's the 12th lesson? Oh, show gratitude. If you don't do anything, show gratitude. Cause gratitude has changed your whole mindset. Like you may not have all the shit that you want, but if you have something like life, breathing, able to eat, um, able to budget, able to go to work, able to do certain things, like be, like be grateful for that shit and like show gratitude. Cause the moment you start showing gratitude, shit changes in your life. Motherfuckers like to pretend that they don't get upset or that life isn't hard or stuff like that. But at the end of the day, if I had to keep it a whole entire lean bean and just tell y'all, Gratitude can make your bad day go from a bad day to a fucking right, decent day. Cause, cause once you realize that, which brings me to thirteen, control what you can control. Cause once you realize that, if you, once you control what you can control and things that you can't control, you let them be. And instead of trying to go against the grain and fight it so bad, like. Oh my gosh, I gotta fight this person. I gotta fight that person. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Like sometimes just accepting things for what they are and making a plan or having a plan that's flexible, that's not just so adjacent that it has to be that way. I promise you, you will be happy and you'll be satisfied. Because the T is, oh yeah, which brings me to 14. Have a plan, make plans. Making plans is fun and it's easy. And if you do it properly, you could you could have an organized life. Because I'm not going to hold you. Everything's not going to go the way you want it to go. Okay, I'm not going to hold you. But if you plan things out properly and you actually take the time out to enjoy things, you'll be able to take breaks when need be. You'll be able to be realistic while being hopeful because you need to balance out both being realistic and hopeful because being realistic sometimes being realistic is glum it's just it's sometimes it's just disappointing and sometimes if you sprinkle a little bit of hope with action behind that bitch which reach me to 15 hope and action go together you can hope for some shit, but you got to put some action behind that bitch. 
I told myself I wanted to start a podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope I have a decent podcast. Oh my gosh, I hope I can do all these things. I hope, I hope, I hope. But all this hoping and shit with no works is like, it's almost like saying faith without works is dead. Because being realistic, like realistically speaking, the prices of shit is going up. Life is getting hard out here, whether you single with kids, don't have kids, whatever it is. Life is hard for the fucking average fucking human being, okay? It is tough. It's hard. It's giving it's giving really um just a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And without hope, you just you just going through it like oh man, I just gotta live to pay bills. Nah. But to have hope, you gotta have plans and you gotta plan to do some shit. And which means you have to take an active role. When it comes down to taking an active role in your life, sometimes sometimes it's sometimes it's you know what? For me, for me, for me, it was getting rid of TikTok because TikTok became a big distraction between the content violations and me not being able to post the content I want to make and all this. I took a break from TikTok. I'm going to decide in three months if I really, truly want it or not. If if I want to, yeah. If I don't, cool. Um, But there's a lot that actually goes into planning, like... What is it that I want to go? I deleted my TikTok because I needed more space on my phone. Not only did I need more space on my phone, but shit, the shit was a distraction. And I need to not be so focused on is my content doing this or is all this other stuff going on? Because I got other shit to be worried about. If we're being completely and utterly honest. Sometimes, sometimes making a plan looks like, you know what? Oh, shit, this is my favorite episode. Sometimes, some sometimes making a plan looks like today I'm gonna work, tomorrow I'm gonna work. On Wednesday I ain't doing a motherfucking thing except for sitting back and minding my black ass business. That's what sometimes that's what that shit looks like. Sometimes it looks like all right, cool. I know my partner. Does, I know I need some alone time. I know, but I know I need to get work done. I know I need to be present for my relationship. I know I need to be present for this, this, that, and third. So I'm gonna plan for my day to go like this. I personally don't know what may or may not go on in that daytime, but if everything goes right, everything should be done around this area around this time, and things should be flowing and going and all that other good jazz and all that other good shit. You never fucking know. So you make plans for stuff. Like, mind you, there's a conversation. There's conversations that's going on about certain things. Like... So, yeah, I'm back. I I apologize. I'm not even going to hold y'all. I have like a technical difficulty. Anyways, so I just want to go straight to 16. I think I started stumbling over my words a little bit or a lot of it. Either way it goes, we're going to 16. And number 16 is to forgive yourself. A lot of times we go through this whole entire life and we forgive everybody. We forgive our parents. We forgive our children. We forgive our pets. We forgive our bosses. We forgive everybody except for ourselves. And the one person who needs to be forgiven is ourselves. I think we go through this whole entire life. Well, I know I did this for a very long time thinking that I was going to be perfect and have all the answers. And boy, did life show me I did not have all the answers. And sometimes you're wrong as fuck. 
<laughs> sometimes you're not going to be right. Sometimes, sometimes you're going to think that you're right in a situation. And if you forgive yourself, you make it easier. But forgiveness of self is the most important forgiveness that you can have. Because, bitch, fuck forgiving any and everybody else. If you don't forgive yourself, you are going to be a sad fucker, okay? You're going to be sitting there saying, but I should have known better, I should have known better. How the fuck you was going to know better when this is a lesson that you're learning in life? If you, if, you, if you ain't never drive a day in your life or you ain't never got behind the wheel, when somebody tell you to reverse just because they've been doing it for 15 plus 20 years and they don't finally got a, a good hold of it and they fuck up every once in a while every blue moon and they saying oh man it's, you can't get you and you won't be mad at yourself and not knowing how to do that shit so learn how to forgive yourself like whether it's because you dated the narcissist whether it's because you were a bad parent whether it's because you did some shit you ain't mean to do and when you forgive yourself understand that people which brings me to 17 people don't have to forgive you and you could forgive yourself you could do all the healing work and the motherfucker could look at you as the same monster that they seen you for when you when they was younger or the monster that you were before you realized where you fucked up at i know some people right now who say oh y'all holding this shit against me i did for 20 plus years ago some motherfuckers some motherfuckers do not some motherfuckers don't forgive certain shit like for me myself and i i know for a fact that my uncle i will never forgive that man not even a little bit this man is a known woman beater he is the type of man to literally literally beat beat on women He's a known cheater. This man can say, I found Jesus Christ today, tomorrow, and next year, and be a whole different person. I will never forgive that man for the shit that he did to me because that man tried to unalive me. And that's something spirally. And I guess, well, I don't have to forgive him. As long as he forgives himself and finds peace within himself, but he will know he will know no peace with me. Ah, uh, man, you, you can't hold. Yes, you can. A therapist even said it out their own mouth. You don't have to forgive a damn thing. If somebody hit you in your soft spot and it took you some time to get over it, you can forgive yourself for not knowing better. You can forgive yourself for not moving how you wanted to move. You can do all that other good shit. But one thing that needs to happen for sure, for sure, is that there needs to be peace. There needs to be understanding. There needs to be kindness with yourself but you also need to understand that nobody has to fucking forgive you so watch how the fuck you move out here in these streets because you can say oh man oh man i didn't know any better if if you if if there was something in you that said or that question said maybe i shouldn't do this and you still went out there and did it baby you gonna be in a world of pain okay a big ass world of pain. You're gonna be miserable. You're gonna be mad. You're gonna be sad. You're gonna be fucking damn near unhappy. Oh, well, I didn't know. Something told me to stop, but I didn't want to stop. Or something told me that this wasn't right. Or something told me maybe I was going too far, but I said, fuck it, I didn't care. Okay, well, fine. 
that fuck it, I don't care, whatever it is that allows you to do sad thing that you want people to forgive you for or let go because you didn't know any better, they don't have to do that. Not even a little bit. Not only that, um, which brings me to 18, um, predatory behavior, even just a little bit, is not cool and needs to be checked. And if you support predators, I, you will not have my support. And this is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way because I've learned that people or the good guys and the good girls who are like, oh, I would never do such a thing. They keep quiet about the predators because because, because they want to do the same thing and be able to get away with it. I found people who say that, oh my gosh, oh yeah, rape is a bad thing, but if they weren't dressed like this, but then when it comes down to abortion rights and things like that they stand 10 toes down for and they're pro-choice and they scream against in and every single little thing and when asked why do they do these things because i literally had i literally had i literally had family members so i was telling that one that this one family member was doing this shit to me and everybody's like oh well maybe that's not the case maybe that's not the case and then and then and then when they thought that I was defenseless and shit like that, they made their move and they said, Well, what you call it did it. That's the only reason why I didn't say anything about it. Because it's either not down their lane, something that they can deal with, or something that they want to deal with. And at the end of the day, if we're keeping it a whole entire lean being a buck, it is tiring, it's exhausting. And if we're going to be completely and utterly fair, Being quiet or not having something to say or having or taking a stance on a topic because it doesn't pertain to you or you want to secretly do it and get away with it makes you equally as trash. I don't know if that's advice, but that is a lesson. 19. Don't grow up too fast. And that's just that. And this is for the 20-year-olds that want to be in a... Who that want to get to the point in their life where they want to be, be really rich. Or this 30-year-old that wants to get to the point in their life when they're already old. Stop trying to grow so fast. I feel like we run through life. And we just run. And we just run. And we just run. We just running. And we just going with no destination. We just running. Oh, man. I can't wait till I get to the place. I, oh, I can't wait till I get there. I can't wait till I get there. I can't wait. And we're becoming more and more impatient, which brings me to 20. Learn how to be fucking present. Learn how to enjoy the moment that you're in. I think a lot of times, because I, cause I do this sometimes still, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I'm not present. And I'm just like, all right. I'm watching the movie now, but after the movie, I don't have to do X, Y, and Z. I already knew the plan already. The plan was already going to be in effect. The plan was already going to do it. But while the movie's going, I'm like, damn, after this movie, I got to do this. I got to do that. As if I already didn't have all this shit planned out instead of not being present. And I'm taking away from the moment. So by the time the movie is, I'm like, damn, I didn't really get to enjoy it as much as I would like to. Be fucking present. Feel that anger, feel that disappointment, feel the love, feel the sadness, 
feel the anger, feel whatever it is that you need to fucking feel and be fucking great. Excel. Number 21. I don't think I want to say number. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. Fuck it. Um, number 21. Learn, learn when you addicted to something. You should be able to identify signs of addiction in yourself and in others. You should know yourself so much that you are able to identify addiction. I remember, I remember, um, I remember when I first realized I was being like addicted to being on TikTok and I was like, shit, it's getting real bad, ain't it? And I was like, yep, it's getting real bad. Cause the first thing I do is get up, get on TikTok, brushing my teeth on TikTok, looking for an argument see something i like might like it i was like oh i'm addicted to bad news on tiktok which made me deleting the app a lot easier because now i'm just like hmm like i'm not worried about who said what who replied to my comment who stitched it who content violated my shit who didn't like my stuff what's what's still under fucking review that's been under review for the last six months um (laughs) Oh gosh, and I realized like I was addicted to drama and bad news on TikTok. Like what? Very much so. Um, ugh. and uh, and then babies. I almost wanted children again, which was fucking disgusting. Oh my gosh, and there's nothing wrong with people who have children. I just personally don't want to have kids, which brings me to the to number twenty-two. Know what you want and don't want and stand firm on that, no matter what. Like, I know motherfuckers gonna tell you, like, oh, you should want this and you should want that. Because I, cause I find myself saying shit like, we should all want healthy love. But sometimes healthy love is not what some people need. Some people need toxic love for them to feel love. And that's the phase that some people are in, in their life. And because I used to be in that phase too. I used to be like, it's either toxic or no love at all. <laughs> Um, but you should know what you like and what you don't like. And if those things change, it's okay for them to change, which brings us to number 23. It's okay to have a change of heart, but make sure that the same convictions that you stood in before you stand in now, like uh, really quick, when, when I, when I was transitioning from Christianity to something other, something else, one of my things that I had to deal with and kind of had to process and move around with was what was it that I was a really judgmental mean Christian bitch who practiced misogyny and other things right and I'm not and I'm not talking bad about y'all religion I'm just saying what type of Christian woman that I was and after I deconstructed myself, I went to spirituality. And when I first got into spirituality, I didn't stand in my convictions in spirituality and I would hide that. And so people were like, oh man, you just, oh, and I was like, nah, that's not the fuck I want. So when I change you, you have to stand in your own convictions. Cause if you don't stand in your own convictions, then you're not going to have the peace of mind that you want. Cause 
because when you change a lot of things are going to change and it's going to take some time for some things to you to get used to and which brings me to point number 23 change doesn't happen overnight You could be able to identify something and know when something is wrong. But if you do not do the active steps in changing and be patient with yourself and love yourself and be kind to yourself while you're going through the changes, you're going to go through the same lesson over and 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 over again until you're kind to yourself. Because any transformation that you make, whether it's big, small, medium, large, extra large, it could it could be it could be something as simple as a haircut. If you was to go out like mind you, if I was to go out there and cut my hair back to the length that I wanted to be really, really short. I'd have to get used to not having care to break down. I'd have to get used to, you know, not being able to braid or being able to grip my hair or me being able to pull my hair, twist my hair and do certain things to my hair. I'd have to get used to that change. And that change, even though I even though I want to cut my hair, that change would be catastrophic because now I have to be like, oh man, it's not just a temporary thing. This is a permanent, what you call it. And when you change, this is why you have to have conviction in your change. Because the because there's gonna be a part of you that wants to go back to comfort and you're not gonna be able to go back to comfort. 24 sometimes it's okay to be discomfort it's it's okay to be uncomfortable it's perfectly fine to be uncomfortable there's peace in uncomfortability especially when you're making changes that are big changes you don't be uncomfortable I know, I know some motherfuckers who who used to smoke, who used to smoke crack, former crackheads, and they was talking. If you let them tell it, not smoking was uncomfortable. Breaking out in hives and sweat was uncomfortable. Like spazzing out and not having no control over their emotions was uncomfortable. It's a lot of stuff that they were uncomfortable with that they had to deal with. Number 24, find peace within yourself. Because if you don't got nothing else, when, I don't give a fuck if you don't, you, you, me, like, I'm not going to be present. I'm going to just hope for the future. The, 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 you need to have peace within yourself. And whether it's taking a moment to gather yourself. And coming back to a situation, whether it's you knowing that this ain't what I want to do, but I'm going to do it regardless. 
And not only that, are you going to... You just got to be really... You got to have that peace. Because self-love is important, but peace of mind is a great thing, too. Self-love, peace of mind. And on top of that, we're on number 24. Yeah. Find out what you like. It's so easy to identify shit that we don't like. Oh, I don't like being lied to. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. And then when asked what we like, we just sit there like, I don't know what I like. You know, it's kind of hard for me to say what I like. It's, I don't know if I like that. Find out what you like. Because I'm telling once you find out what you like, it's easy. I like I like small intimate shit. I'm not into big ass crowds and shit. I can I can I can move around in the crowd, but if I had the choice to, I would not be in a big ass crowd. Bitch couldn't get me there to stay their motherfucking life. And I'm telling you right now, I would not be in a rush to get there. Motherfuckers be like, man, I'm trying to get there. Bitch, I ain't trying to go nowhere. Not even a little bit. <laughs> nah, fuck that. I like intimate smallish shits. That's that's what that's why I know that if I'm watching a movie, I like to watch the movie when it don't got as much hype because I know it ain't that many people gonna be there, and I could probably have a whole two rows in my damn self. That's why I like certain places that make you book your shit online. Shout out to Fandango. <laughs> see how to see how the movie thinning out. <laughs> But no, like, all bullshit aside, though, um, number 24, try something new. Try something new. Try something new. Like, like, even if it's one time, try something new. I did that, um, lunging, like, where they, like, tie you and it's, like, it's, like, a whole thing. Yeah. Probably not something I'm gonna do often, but it's something that I like. I think it's called hang gliding or some shit like that. Whatever this shit is called. Try, try some new shit. Number 25. Uh, be authentically yourself. I know a lot of people are going to tell you that you're a weirdo, that this is weird. Motherfuckers is weird all day, every day. 25, 8, all times of the year weird. And I'm telling you right now, something that you may do, somebody may consider completely weird. I'm from I'm from Miami. Miami. When I moved up here to this little Caucasian ass state, motherfuckers looked at me like I was weird. Had to go fight through a lot of shit with these motherfuckers. I was in this bitch like, I'm fighting for my life. Number 26. Um, be uncomfortable with the uncomfortable things and learn how to adapt. If something if something if something is whooping your ass, you learn how to whoop its ass and subdue it. If you cannot whoop his ass, but learn how to motherfucker subdue it, okay? And last but not least, number twenty-seven, the one that's like closest to my heart is make sure you have a support system. Your support system can be two or three fucking people. 
But as long as you're at the center of your support system and you showing up for yourself and you got your shit together, yes, baby, do it all day, all day, every day. And then next or last but not least, show the fuck out. Get your support system and treat them bitches like gold, bro. My support system is extremely small. I, I got, I got a... I got my favorite cousin and he's a teenager. Okay. Me and that nigga be sitting there talking shit about playing video games. I check up on him. I make sure he's eating. I make sure he's doing his shit. You know what I'm saying? I show up. I show out. Not only do I show up and I show out, but I baby, I put baby, I put it down. Okay. I slay the boots down all the way down. Okay. <laughs> My support system includes my boyfriend, aka my boyfriend, aka aka my best friend. And this person knows me like the back of my hand. And I know him like the back of my hand. I know some days when we, we may sit there, we may be able to talk all day, and other days we may not be able to sit there and talk all night. We can be stressful and full of stress from time to time. And we have, like, real-ass conversations. Like, mind you, it's another person in my support system who loves me like a doll. And I, you know, I could really go down my whole support system. I honestly could. But me and my support system, we show up and we show up for each other. Like, and it's amazing. If you don't if you don't say anything else that I say, the self-love, all this other shit... Make sure you and your support system are on one and y'all united. Cause even if your cause even if your support system got to break up like mine did and had to be reevaluated, you can and always will be. In safe arms with your support system. Or you should be. And with that being said, hi y'all. And I hope you guys enjoyed the 27 lessons that I learned in this whole entire lifetime.